Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show, and I'm your host, Michael Wall. And uh, each and every week, as you join us and listen in, hopefully have a lot of fun and enjoy the weekend and really share thoughts, topics, and ideas that are going to help you live well in any economy, enjoy life in general, and uh, I know, Michelle, we got a great guest coming on today. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. I met her a little while back and uh, just a neat family, uh, Gudrun Quillo. They actually have two wineries and um, they have a really neat story talking about their new 90C low calorie wine. And it's kind of a lot of fun of where that, all that's come from. We'll get to that a little bit later. But boy, each and every week, it's, this has been so much fun. Just some of the guests we've been able to have on, just very blessed and uh, and just sharing value and insight in all that we do and, and really seeking and sharing wisdom from other folks uh, including uh, in, in an array of industries, as well as ourselves in the financial industry, to uh, really help people be more educated. And I think that matters, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I am so excited uh, for this interview coming up later on in the show because I am a fan of wine. Um, and the fact that there is a wine that is out there that is 90 calories, I, I just don't know what to do with myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it looks like you know what your Christmas gift is already, exactly. right? Exactly. Woo! <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no doubt about it. And boy, what a crazy week, uh, a yes. past couple of weeks past with all the things going on with Prince and yeah. all the things happening in markets and boy, just, a you know, obviously the election season and all the things that are happening out there. And folks, I'll tell you, it can be challenging to know what to do, where to go and uh, kind of how to live your life. And so that's really our goal. If you've never visited us online, if you've first time you listen in, uh, by the way, you can listen to the show in any format, there's a variety of formats. If you visit leanonthewall.com, again, leanonthewall.com, there's a place, uh, obviously you can check us out. I have three financial companies, but there's also a radio and media tab where you can click on and, and tune into the show through a variety of different formats at your leisure, which is a lot of fun. It's funny, Michelle, I, I have a lot of folks that I've talked to that are actually listening to the show mm-hmm. via iTunes or a podcast or whatever, even though we're on a variety of different radio stations as well. But they're listening that way because they're saying, Mike, you know, hey, we really, uh, life is busy and I want to listen when it's comfortable and convenient for us. And a lot of times they're listening even at one and a half times speed, which is right. <laughs> interesting <laughs> for those achievers out there, right? Right, right. For those high achievers out there. And, you know, that's interesting. I think that's great because a lot of people are trying to figure out, okay, how can I make this work for me, whether it is Mm. listening to financial shows or listening to your music or really what to do with your nest egg. How is that going to work for me? Because, you know, Mm. I've been working for this money that I've accumulated and I want to be able to protect it. But how do I also get my money to work for me as well? And I wanted to ask you about this article that I recently saw in Business Insider. And it said that individual investors are now starting to grow to actually hate the stock market. And that might not change for decades. So, Michael, if we're afraid of the stock market, if we're grown to hate the stock market, but we really want to 
figure out how to make our money work for us, what should we be doing with our retirement nest eggs now? Well, you know, Michelle, it's an interesting point. You know, investors and even families uh, that we're helping them with their wealth, you know, we're kind of seeing that a little bit. When when folks come to us, they're, they're kind of tired of, you know, the status quo. They're tired of the, hey, just hang in there and all mm-hmm. that because you're right. I mean, we're really in a situation. I did a video a couple of weeks ago. I uh, did an interview and I sent it, we really sent it out to a bunch of folks talking about the overall trends of the market, mm-hmm. what's happening, where we are. And I really believe that we're in the middle of about a 20 year flat market. I really believe that. You know, when you take a look at 2000 all the way to where we are now, obviously there's been some growth, but the market is set up in such a way that I believe, you know, it hasn't been, it kind of bumped back through the 18,000 level. It wasn't able to hold that. It's, it's coming down again, a little bit. And, um, you know, where it's going to end up here, we don't know. But I, I really believe we're in a situation where we're set up for a little bit of a decline, might be a significant decline. And so, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do. Um, we've actually been in the process and, and, and have in the past even as well, putting different portfolios together that give families and, and, and really investors the opportunity to uh, be in a place where we can really understand the downside risk. And, you know, not just do those. It's one thing when you do all the analysis and standard deviation, all these things, but it's another thing. I'll give you an example. I I was speaking with a couple uh, last week and um, we were just chatting about some different things. And they were saying, well, you know, I sat down and I had this analysis with my current situation. And they basically showed me that, you know, if the market does this, my portfolio could do that. And if the market does this, my portfolio could do that. And there was a, a, we'll call it wiggle room space, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where, you know, hey, the portfolio could go up this high or could go down that low, whatever. And that's fine. But one of the things that I don't hear people talking about is how much of our portfolio do we want to actually take off the market? Right. You know, it's almost like when you build that financial house, right? There's going to be an element of your house that's called the foundation. And we need to make sure that that foundation is done right the first time mm-hmm. so we can be in a place where when a hurricane comes through or a major disaster comes through or, you know, a major wind if you're up north or just a storm, wherever you are in the country, you know, you're in a place where that foundation is going to hold. Same way with the portfolio. So what I'm just not – what I'm not hearing when I'm speaking with these families that are coming in for a second opinion on their wealth – Michelle, is I'm not hearing that they're getting the service or they're getting the focus of, hey, how much of your portfolio should we actually take off market? Right. And unfortunately, a lot of people are in a situation where they think that when you take the money off market, meaning in different investments that have no market risk, mm-hmm. they're going to be in a place where they have to put it in a bank or a CD where they're making nothing. Right. And that's not the case. You know, there's things out there. There's been a lot of studies done from the Wharton School of Business showing different investment structures that give the opportunity Uh, to average a nice rate of return, a reasonable rate of return, while taking zero market risk. So I'm not saying you want to do that with all of your portfolio, but, you know, sometimes it's important to say, okay, how much of our portfolio do we want to take off market so that way maybe you can be a little less frustrated with the market? Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I think that's helpful along the way. And then obviously evaluating those investments, you know, are you in private equity? Are you in different non-traded things? Are you in what does your managed portfolio look like? And also, what's the exit strategy? Mm-hmm. I was talking with a manager. He actually manages a fund uh, that we were uh, looking at potentially bringing into the fray, Michelle. We were having a conversation. And I said, what, what's your exit strategy? God forbid the markets turn over and drop 40 50%. And the answer was, well, you know, we just feel like the portfolio that we've built out is, is a great portfolio. And we're in this for the long haul. And we're just going to kind of be there. I said, so what you're saying is you're going to ride it out. Is that what you're telling me? And he said, yeah, that's basically what I'm telling you. I said, well, you know what? The folks that we're working with, they've already built their wealth. They want to grow their wealth, but they want to grow it reasonably. 
And, you know, the idea of just kind of riding it out is just not an option. It's just not an option in my mind and in our world. And so, Michelle, we kind of tend to think a little bit differently. And that's, I think, what resonates with the folks that we connect with. And I think that's a great point, because when you look at it, it is thinking out the box. It is thinking differently and not just going along with the crowd or this is the way we've always done it and the way it's always been done. But when you do look at it, if you have uh, your entire portfolio in the market or tied to the market and, and the market, as you said, does take a dip. Then Mm -hmm. your entire portfolio takes a dip. And then you have to think of the ramifications of that instead of, okay, let's look and let's protect the foundation. It's, you know, the foundation of a house, no one really wants to look at that. That's not what they dress up and they do when they're trying to sell a house. But the foundation, if there's a crack in that foundation, the house can be the most beautiful house in the world, but you're going to have to do a lot of work. Well, that's right. And, and so what happens is, you know, the foundation is the unseen part of the house, right? It's underground. You don't see it. Uh, but it is probably one of the most important pieces. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, unfortunately, what's happened, Michelle, in the financial industry is, you know, a lot of companies, and not that there's anything wrong with charts and graphs and all that, but a lot of companies have for a long time been flashing a lot of fancy charts and graphs and information. And not that we don't use some of those things from time to time, but the point is... Um, that's all that's shown and Hey, look at this technology and look at that technology. And these are all good things, but what actually happens when we look at the entire piece of the pie and what kind of conversation are we having that's different, uh, than we've had before. And so I think that's what people are looking for. Again, Mm -hmm. when, when we connect is they're saying the thought process of these guys are a little bit different when we sit down with a family and kind of go through the questioning of, you know, what are the goals? What are the needs? What are the desires? Which is a common conversation, right? But then we start talking about, okay, what part of the portfolio are we looking at off market? What are we doing for advanced tax planning strategies in relation to the portfolio? You know, it's just like uh, Gudrun, as as we're going to talk next segment, Mm -hmm. you know, they have wines in a variety of different areas, but they saw a need for a locale wine that is actually uh, tastes good. Right. Right. So what we want to do is we want to say, hey, you know what? We see a need for uh, something in the industry that's kind of a We'll call it a locale investment. It's mm-hmm. not gonna. It's not gonna do crazy returns. But we're gonna do some things that are off market, where we retain our growth when we make it. And we know that. Listen, rising tide, low tide, whatever it may be, with the markets, we're gonna be okay because we've created a more, I believe, solid plan than some of the things that we have of just being all in. Right, and I think that is a great. Point right there because you want to have a solid plan that then will not eliminate, but really kind of take down some of the worry that you would have. Right. And part of that, building that plan is really figuring out where you are currently. And Michael, I know that we like to do the wealth and health package. And part of that package is a cost and risk analysis to find out what costs are going on and analyze your costs and where your risk is at. And along with that, we're also talking about seven tips to a healthy life. And so I know this package um, consists of an appointment, which is part of the cost and risk analysis. But I know that, you know, you've been super busy right now <laughs> for the past couple of weeks. So yeah. how many how many folks, how many packages are we able to to give out this week? Well, this week, uh, you know, we really are going to have two, maybe three time slots available uh, where we can fit into the calendar to sit down and uh, connect with people and just have a conversation cup of coffee and a conversation about what their story is 
and uh, see if there's ways we can improve it. And by the way, Michelle, I just want you to know, because we are kind of boutique and exclusive, if, if we find that we can't improve the f- client situation, which often does not happen, usually we're able to do that. But if we find that, then, you know, we go by our ways and we've got a second opinion and it was well worth our time. But mm-hmm. oftentimes there's ways we can improve. But I would say this week, probably two, maybe three, maybe three if we stretch it. All right. Let me give the phone number. It's 866-943-2351. That's 866- 943-2351. Give that phone number a call to get in touch with Michael and the entire team, or you can head to the web, leanonthewall.com. Stay tuned. We're going to hear from Gudrun Quillow and low-calorie wine. Hey, folks. Michael Wall here. I want to take a moment away from the show to tell you about an organization that I believe is making a real difference in the world. Big Dog Ranch Rescue in Wellington is the largest no-kill animal rescue in the entire Southeast. Over the years, they've done an incredible job of rescuing thousands of unwanted dogs and puppies and then successfully placing those animals into loving homes. And I can tell you, that the adoptees who give the gift of life to these dogs see their own lives enriched in return. If you're looking for a worthwhile organization to support, I hope you'll consider Big Dog Ranch Rescue. And check them out at bdrr.org. That's bdrr.org. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Well, welcome back, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall. And uh, boy, we're joined, Michelle, today with a special guest. I'm really excited to have her on. Uh, I've actually had a chance to meet at her office warehouse slash, you know, wine distribution center here in uh, the gardens in Florida. And really, really neat stuff going on. I know we talked about it previous segment, some mm-hmm. of the things that she has happening and how the wine space and the world of wine is really changing and evolving for those that want to look for wines that are more, we'll call it body sensitive, body friendly, <laughs> you know, healthier, Yes, <laughs> all of those things, right? So I'm sitting across the table in studio here with Gudrun Quillo. She is the owner of two award-winning wineries in Tuscany. Uh, one is named Livernano, which actually they have a yacht that is still, is it still for sale? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Still for sale. So it's if you're a wine vessel, <laughs> there I you go. To show out to drink bed wine. <laughs> That's right. So if you're in the market for a yacht, they they got a great one there for sale. And also the second winery is uh, help me with this Casavento. Casavento. Am I saying that correct? Yes. yes. And uh, she has. They have several different selections in in their uh, portfolio, but they have a new wine mm-hmm. uh, that is come out about a year and a half ago. Is yeah, that right? Ago. Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's called Ninety C. So we want to talk a little bit about that okay. today. But uh, Gudrun, thanks for joining us on the show. Oh, thank me. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. So tell me, um, give us a little bit of history, you know, uh, into why you got into the wine business, why you decided to do 90C. Where did this all come from? Oh, well, when we bought our wineries in Tuscany um, in 1997, we had decided that we really wanted to make something special and make a a dent um, in the wine industry. Um, Everything started from the beginning and my husband said, you know, in his day of his age, he doesn't buy green bananas anymore, so everything had to be perfect. <laughs> and uh, we did. The first vintage that we had was in 2006. And out of the box, we got uh, 94 points for our Janus, a super Tuscan, hmm. 100% Cabernet. And from there on, um, we really... Only 94 points? Only 94 <laughs> points, yes. Not we have not achieved the 100 yeah. yet, but, um, you know, we're not the Californian industry. It, uh, it I'm is kidding. Still That's Italy. very good. It's yeah. very good. So right out of the box, right? Right out of the box. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. 
So that we are located in the heart of uh, Chianti Classico. So that okay. means that we are in the super Tuscan area, mm-hmm. around 45 minutes uh, south of Florence and mm-hmm. 50 minutes north of Siena. Um, the typical grape that you grow there is the Sangiovese grape and, of course, Merlot and Cabernet. You know, we have um, turned our vineyards into organic vineyards. Mm. So we are organic in the fields. We are also organic in the cellar. We um, just started developing our own DNA with um, the yeast. We are growing our own yeast. Mm. Um, trying to do everything possibly to make it really healthy for your body. Mm. Um, as we all know, you know, um, the wines with, with the monks created and... And, um, and that was interesting. We yeah. talked about that at your office. Yeah. I didn't realize that. It was basically kind of a substitute for, for water because, yeah. you know, water was so contaminated. Mm-hmm. And um, they started making the wines with really very low um, alcohol so that they can actually drink it the whole day long. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And I know, you know, one of the other things that I noticed when we met is uh, just your passion for what you do. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're really in a place where you're enjoying what you're doing and that's evident. It really comes through. Uh, what what is um, so you got into this ninety C space, yes. which obviously is lower calories, right? And well, expl- and that's what I wanted to jump in and ask. And maybe you yeah. were about to ask this, Michael. But ninety C, tell me about the name and what that is. So when people look at it and they see when they find it, what exactly is ninety C, and why did you choose that name? Okay, so basically, um, a five ounce pour of a glass of wine is normally one hundred and thirty to one hundred and forty um, calories per glass. Mm. Gotcha. So when um, quite some time ago, um, I was invited uh, by Virginia Phillips to come to her wine academy shop to do a, um, a wine class for a Chianti Classico and about my wines. And after um, I said yes, and I did one of her wine classes, she got quite impressed, you know, with my knowledge of the winemaking um, end of it. And um, Virginia Philip, as a lot of people know, she's one of the very few, few female master sommeliers in the world. And there are actually only 23 out of there. Mm. Um, so obviously I had great respect for her. And then she, you know, it, was, it became a neutral respect for each other. <laughs> so um, she had this idea and this vision, but she wouldn't say anything up front. She just asked if she could come to Italy and um, see my facility. Um, a couple months into it, she came and, and she was quite impressed about um, our operation that we have over there. And uh, she approached me with this project of um, low-calorie wine. And I had in the back of my mind um, Skinny Wines and some other brands out there. And um, I honestly, if I may say so on the air, I was not very fond of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so being Livanano and having all of this mm. um, high award-winning um, medals and, mm-hmm. and uh, points that we got, I was not quite sure if I really wanted to get into that. So I asked her kindly if I may think about it. And she said, sure. So in Italy, you know, we are very close-knit with our neighbors, Mm -hmm. and I'm really truly hands-on in the fields. So when our neighboring estate asks us to help them pick their grapes, I've, you know, gladly volunteered because they always give you free food and free wine (laughs) in exchange. And, um, yeah, so um, I got something to eat and to drink, and I was quite impressed with the wine that they served me. So I asked the owner if I may take a bottle of this wine home, and he said, sure. I immediately, I took it home. I ran inside to the wine cellar. I told Alberto, our in-house winemaker, says, Alberto, can you please analyze this and see how many calories it has? And sure enough, it came out with 90 calories. Wow. Mm. So I called Virginia up and I says, Virginia, I'm in. I'm going to go and make the wines for you. Mm. 
So with, with that said, so the 90, um, 90 seed, 90 calorie, that was the idea. So we wanted to see and have immediately shown um, with the name and with the label mm-hmm. that 90 C stands for um, low calorie. Um, it, of course, has um, lesser um, contents of alcohol. It only has 11%. But um, even though just having lower calorie counts and, and um, with, with the 90C, I just wanted to make sure that the quality is there. Right. So um, that was the most important thing. We are, it's, everything is estate grown. Um, we use uh, Merlot, Cabernet, Sangiovese, the typical grapes that we have in Tuscany. Mm-hmm. Um, we pick two weeks prior of maturity so mm. that the alcohol content is a little bit lower. Reduced, yeah. Yeah. We um, press very cold mm-hmm. and ferment cold. And then actually what we do is our fermentation after the malolactic is done in the bottle. Mm. Um, so our wine ages much better in the bottles with the 90C. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have a rosé, um, Sangiovese. So the rosé comes, you know, from the red uh, grape. It's only lays on the skin for four hours. Mm. And then it's actually fermented like white wine. Mm. And then we have um, the Chardonnay, um, which is also a state grown from Casalvento. And, you know, one of the things, Michelle, that I thought was interesting mm-hmm. uh, when we kind of looked at her operations and kind of went through some stuff as we were sitting together is... Uh, on the bottle, mm-hmm. it has the nutrition facts. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, kind of a first industry, isn't this it? This is the first one ever, yeah. yeah. So it was quite a battle with the FDA, but we got it approved after, yeah. you know, some months back. But yes, it is the first one ever with a um, calorie count on the back label. Yeah. And that's that's a huge thing. Hey, listen, anytime you can uh, make something mm-hmm. and then put on the put on the label what's actually in it and people mm-hmm. feel comfortable about yes. it, right? I mean, it creates a lot more comfort. I mean, you're really kind of saying, listen, this is what we've done in the beginning and, and not trying to hide anything instead of having something in there. And I know we see that even in the financial field sometimes where, yeah. you know, a lot of people are saying, what do I actually own in my portfolio? What's right. going on? And we want yeah. to be a little bit more yeah. forthcoming. So we can, we tend to run that up, down that track as well. One other quick question that I have here, just a few minutes left, the need for this in the wine community, what, what are, obviously Virginia was one that kind of helped you, you guys together spearheaded, and now yes. you're a team. Yes. Um, but the need for this in the wine community, people asking Hey, we'd like to see something that's a little lower in calorie that we can enjoy to drink, but not be so. You know, what are you what are you seeing that way? Um, I, in my point of view, um, you know, they always say at one bottle, whatever bottle is bought, the same day it's going to be consumed. Mm. So really, um, these kinds of wines you don't have them lay around for years and years and years, mm-hmm. and you don't really want them to age. They are here to be drunk. Mm-hmm. We live here in Florida in a community where everybody plays golf. You know, people like to. Um, be at the pool, but still want to have a skinny body, you know, <laughs> right. and days are long and the suns are out for a long period of time during the day. So yes, uh, people came to the shop and uh, we also own a market in Palm Beach called Amici Market and mm. people have been coming in asking, you know, do we have anything in a low category wine that actually tastes good? And then we can proudly say, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. So 90C is really well received. Um, it is being poured um, in a lot of hotels um, mm-hmm. by the pool. Um, in a lot of restaurants, especially here, you know, in the Palm Beach County and Miami area. And uh, we tested it out uh, for one month prior of being available for the public. And it was amazing how well it was received. People mm. really enjoyed it, um, enjoyed the taste and mm. actually always ask for a second glass. Mm-hmm. So 90 calorie, 90 C, I think fits perfect into this market. And as I said prior to it, they are organic. Mm-hmm. They have very, very little sulfide in there. 
whatever is in, in uh, one spoon of dried raisin mm-hmm. of sulfite, this is actually in a whole barrel of 225 liters. Wow. wow. So it is just there to stop the fermentation and not for aging. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, our DNA, we have our own yeast, we grew our own yeast. So we're very, very proud of this product and Virginia and I really truly stand behind it. And, you know, Michelle, one other thing that, that was interesting is, as we were chatting, they uh, the price point, I thought, was very reasonable for the yeah. wine. I mean, it everything was, is under $20. Yeah. You know, um, it is priced by the glass, so people mm-hmm. can really enjoy it uh, when they go to a restaurant and can say, do you have the 90C and people too? And they enjoy it, yeah. So we're kind of coming close to the time here, but if they want to find out more about 90C... Well, we have our website, Uh, mm -hmm. so you can go to Mm www.90cwine.com. In there, you can find out, you know, where you can get it. It is actually available in all of Crown Liquors here in Florida, of course, at the Wine Academy in West Palm Beach on Clematis with Virginia Philip Amici Market in Palm Beach. <clears throat> you can also go onto our website, Livernano, mm-hmm. which is L-I-V-E-R-N-A-N-O.com. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it, yeah. Yeah, so 90C Wine. If you want to find out more about this wine, uh, the story, just kind of an interesting story. They also have like a little uh, bed and breakfast on the, is that on? It's wh- actually not a bed and breakfast. I'm what is it? Tell me, it's correct- an yeah. Uh, my husband bought this Livanano, which actually was a town that was abandoned in 1953. Oh, mm. wow. Um, and um, he brought it uh, back to life. I really honestly did not have that vision that he had because mm. um, having trees growing out of the houses and, <laughs> right. and everything caved in. Yeah, it took us 17 years. We wow. restored it. So we have five uh, buildings restored. Um, the church is there. Um, everything is organic. We have our garden, our vegetable garden. We have a one Michelin star chef cooking f- only for our guests who are on Livanano. So there's mm. nobody living there except the guests. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we have a great group of people, um, wealth people mm-hmm. and health oriented people mm-hmm. coming to our estate and really enjoying it and um, don't want to leave. Yeah. It's called <laughs> the gateway to heaven. Okay. <laughs> That's yes. great. That sounds perfect. And uh Everything that you've just said is is just piqued my interest, and I am heading to the internet now to do all the googling that I need to do. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's uh, again, folks. If you if you want to find out more about this, 90cwine.com. It's kind of just a cool story, a lot of fun, and uh, really kind of a, a lot of first to the industry. So we're really excited to see where this goes. And Gudrun, thanks so much for joining us here. I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. I've, it was a pleasure being here. And remember, life is too short to drink bad wine. That's right. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. And folks, thanks again for tuning in each and every week. And uh, looking forward to you joining in next week as we got some great thoughts and ideas to share. But here's to living well in retirement and in life. And we will talk with you soon. Thanks, thanks for, for joining. listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. And to find out more about Michael and the entire team at Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. 
So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show, and I'm your host, Michael Wall. Uh, Each and every week, we're having a good time, Michelle, talking about a variety of different things and having lots of fun along the way. And, And you know, folks, this week, we're in a place where we have some great guests coming up. I know, Michelle, we had a good interview and really Mm -hmm. talking about a lot of things impacting families and really the future generation, I guess, in a lot of ways. A lot of fun with that interview. And I'll tell you, if this is the first time you caught us via radio, Wealth and Health Show, it's a lot of fun. And each and every week, the goal is to really add value. A lot of times the goal is to kind of have different interviews with different C-level execs or entrepreneurs, really people who are masters of their craft are really moving and shaking, so to speak, in society and in the world. I'm excited for today's show. It's going to be a lot of fun, Michelle. Me too. There is a lot going on in today's show. And you're going to hear this and you're going to think, okay, I want to know how I can get involved. I'm going to want to know more about the tools and strategies that you guys are discussing, how that's going to affect my specific scenario, that's where Michael and the team can help you out. So I'm going to give you the phone number, 943-2351. That's 943-2351. You can always head to the website, leanonthewall.com. And Michael, we were talking um, a little bit about, and you, you were explaining to me, because I was I was a little questioning, I was a little skeptical when you talked about mm, flea yep. training, because mm-hmm. I'm like, am I fleeing training? Am I actually training fleas? Yeah. What is that? What are we discussing well, here? Well, it is crazy. And people listening to this out there, they're probably saying, how in the world does flea training have anything to do with finances or life or anything else? I'm sure. And I'm sure that's what you were thinking yes. <laughs> along the way, too. <laughs> So, yeah, we're talking about we're, t- we're actually talking about training fleas, flea training, training fleas. And it's interesting, um, you know, you got to hang on here and listen to this because it's amazing how uh, connected we can be with some of the philosophy. If you go to YouTube or other things, you can Google flea training. You watch videos, see how it's done. But what's interesting, and that was actually a chapter in my book, Michelle, Retire mm-hmm. Once, Retire Well, was the book. Um, and the, the uh, chapter is called Flea Training. And, and what we talked about or what I shared was basically the idea of conditioning. And when you think about it, you know, we often think that, you know, we know that we can get conditioned to certain things. You know, it's just like, you know, if you are from the North and you live in the South and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you live in Florida for a long time, your body starts to get conditioned and acclimated to that that weather pattern, right? Yes, it does. Um, I can speak from experience. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. So, you know, there's all kinds of things where you can start to get conditioned as time moves along. 
And uh, there was some training done, again, with, with fleas here. And it's kind of interesting research done behind this. And basically what they did is they took these fleas um, and they put them in a jar. And, again, that bad joke, you know, when the two fleas are going up the hill, should we walk or take the dog? I know, courtesy laugh. Ah, <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Yes, thank you very much. But they put these fleas in a jar and um, they put the lid on the jar. Now, what's interesting is fleas then would, they, they'd watch them. They would bounce up and they'd hit the top of the jar. Mm-hmm. Well, anytime they're hitting the top of the jar, that creates pain, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, so that pain, after a little while, you know, started to say, John Flea said to Joe Flea, hey, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to slow down. Right. So I'll only jump so high I don't hit the top. Well, what they did through the research is they actually ended up taking the lid off of the jar. Now, what's interesting, Michelle, is now these fleas had total freedom. Mm -hmm. They could have jumped out and found any dog of their liking or whatever, but they had been conditioned now that they will only jump as high as the jar. So it's, it's crazy when you hear about that. But to me, how does that tie into the financial world or life in general? Well, what happens is as we look at ourselves as people, as humans, we realize that we have the ability over time to get conditioned or to be conditioned through pain. Right. Right. I mean, you think about it. You know, a lot of people remember uh, the idea of 2001, a couple of planes hit the Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. Horrible time for the country, unfortunately. But, you know, the stock market went down. Now, it was already in a downswing or a downturn before 9-11 happened. And that's right. an interesting point in the fact that a lot of people don't know or don't really think about. When they think of the 2001 and 2002 years, they think, well, you know, the markets went down those years because of 9-11. Not so. The market was already in a downturn for several months, even before 9-11 happened. And Michelle, that's a little side note here, but that's why it's so important to take a look at market cycle. Right. Because when we take a look at investing money, understand market cycles, we understand uh, normal market cycles, we realize that that is going to happen over periods of time. But anyways, going back to the condition, so people are, you know, start losing money, mm-hmm. uh, 0102. Then all of a sudden, 2007 happens, and you know, through those several years, the markets were pretty strong. And then 08 hits. Right. 2008, markets start losing. Markets lose a lot of money again, and people start to say, you know, gee, they start to be conditioned to think that you know maybe the retirement that I always wanted, mm. or maybe the lifestyle that I always wanted financially, maybe it's not a real option. Right. You know, everybody's out. Everybody out there is losing money, and you know, maybe it's not a real option. When the reality of it is, there's a lot of strategies, and there's a lot of things that exist out there today, Michelle, that lost no money in 2008, that lost no money in 2001 and 02. Mm-hmm. They may not have made a bunch of money, but you know, at the end of the day, zero is your hero, right? Right. I mean, heck, if the market's dropping forty percent, and you make nothing, you're glad you made nothing. Exactly. Now, I'm not suggesting that every strategy is right for everyone. And obviously, as I mentioned on a repeated basis, that's why we're independent and we can work with any investment that exists out there today. But it's really understanding, you know, what kind of conditioning do you have? You know, are you in a place where you watch TV and if you only walk into an investment shop where it's a huge, enormous building from one of the big houses or whatever it may be, you know, are you in the mindset that that is the only place that can provide you the type of service and advice? Mm. I don't know. Right. You know, and, and so you got to be thinking through that and say, okay, what really is conditioning the way I see things? Is it because of commercials? You know, I see a, a bunch of financial commercials on TV and that causes me to say, well, this must be the right place. Now, maybe it is. I don't know. But the point is, take a look at elections. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in an election season right now. And, and how do most people vote? How do make, most people make their decisions? Well, most of the time it's commercials. Yeah. 
Yep. You know, in, in, in this election season, I mean, a lot of people uh, hate Trump. A lot of people love Trump. But at the end of the day, one of the things we do know is he has brought a lot of people into uh, paying attention or a little bit more attention to the political arena because of the celebrity status and all the nonsense and all the different things, good and bad, that are going on. So mm-hmm. when you take a look at that, it's it's kind of a good thing because, uh, you know, people are paying a little bit more attention than just saying, you know, I don't really know who to vote for. So when I walk in uh, my election area, I'll just vote for the guy that's got the nicest sign standing outside when I walk in. Right. Not a good way to do it. Same exactly. way with your finances. You know, just because... I love what uh, has been said in times past with some of our guests. They say, you know, just because the things that are out there are old, you don't throw the old out with the new, Mm -hmm. but you must evaluate the old and determine how can that blend well with the new. And that's why a lot of times when we do research, as we've helped people, Michelle, for over 15 years now, we're looking at a lot of historical things, not just back the last 20 years and 30 years, but we're going back 80, 100 years. You know, economic cycles really do work on a consistent basis. And that, along with the goals and desires of the people we're working with, allow us to better create and tailor a plan that's more effective for them. So flea training is all about conditioning, and it's about not being clogged in that condition like the fleas. And when you are released, when you do know there is other opportunity out there, you hear other opportunity, Mm -hmm. you're in a place where you say, you know what? I'm going to take action to at least check it out. Maybe it's right or maybe it's wrong, but unlike those fleas where they just stayed confined to that area, we don't want to be that way, Michelle. We want to, we want to live in, in, in a place where we can continue to be free and fresh and clear mm-hmm. with what we're doing moving forward, and financially think, and everything. Right, and that's a great point. When you look at it and you start to figure out, are you conditioned? Are you being conditioned? Like these fleas that were being conditioned and they didn't even realize that they were out of the jar. And it's that whole adage of thinking outside of the box. You want to be able to think outside of the box. I mean, you have worked so very hard to accumulate what you've accumulated, but you don't want to keep it at risk. But maybe you think, well, there's only one way to do it. And we're here to tell you there's more than one way to do it based on your goals and your specific needs. Michael and the team at Wall Financial Group, they can help you figure that out. In fact, there are three different companies, Michael, that you work with. So that's, I mean, in and of itself, that's out of the box and helping folks avoid that conditioning of there's only one way that I have to do this and, and I've got to figure that out. Well, that's right. I mean, we knew that, uh, first off, not everybody is the same. Not everybody's equal as far as what they're doing, financially, goals, et cetera. And so the three companies that we have, obviously, Wall Financial Group, Wall Private Wealth, Wall Lasser and Company, are all designed uh, to add a complementary service to one another. But at the end of the day, they're designed to, at the end game, meet the needs of the client based on the needs that they have. And so, you know, we want to be considerate of that. And I want to be cautious of that in, in, in really designing something that we know is going to be a true tailored experience, a true independent experience. And, you know, I, I love the, the quote from Zig, um, which I mentioned from time to time, but I think things that are, are, are good are worth repeating. And, you know, he says, uh, someday I'll either say I'm glad I did or I wish I had. Someday we will all say mm-hmm. either I'm glad I did or right. I wish I had. So we're in a situation where now that we know uh, there's maybe other opportunity or other potential or other things out there. And if we're not happy with what's happening and we don't make a change, it is now on us, regardless there, of what it is. Exactly. Whether it's money, health, 
spiritual, everything. It's on us because we have to seek out the, the reality of, of what's there and there are solutions and that's the good news in today's society. So let me give you the phone number so you can get in touch with Michael and the team. It's 943-2351. That is 943-2351. We're on the web at leanonthewall.com. Let me give you that phone number again. 943-2351. Stay tuned. We'll have more of the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall on the web. Hey folks, Michael Wall here. Those of you who know me are aware that I'm a strong believer in the American dream, success through hard work. But I also believe in giving back, and that's why I'm constantly on the lookout for organizations that improve the lives of those who need our help the most. And one of those organizations is the March of Dimes. The money raised by the annual March for Babies helps moms right here locally have healthy, full-term pregnancies. It also funds research to find solutions to the problems that threaten our babies. If you believe, as I do, that every baby deserves a fighting chance, then please join me in supporting the March of Dimes in whatever way you can. Find out how by going to marchforbabies.org. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And uh, Michelle, I'll tell you, you know, it's, it is crazy as we've talked last segment about all the, all the ups and downs, ebbs and flows of the markets and all the things that happen. And, you know, it's interesting. I was uh, on the health side of life just to kind of move there for a minute. I was mm-hmm. connecting with, uh, you know, one of the guests that we had, Linda, I won't mention her last name, but you can go to the archives, go to leanonthewall.com and uh, look for the show, look for the Wealth and Health Show logo you know, the old doctor sign and uh, right. look for Wealth and Health Show. But anyways, you can click on the archives. There was a, a, a show that we did with Linda and we were talking about eating healthy and being healthy. And mm-hmm. she has these seven steps of this kind of, uh, I don't want to say magical because nothing it's not right. magical, <laughs> but seven steps to kind of really make this water, if you will, that can cause you to cleanse your system. Really? Yeah. And it's really, really pretty cool because, you know, what happens is in the morning, What's interesting, Michelle, and I didn't realize this until I was talking to her, but what I realized is that, you know, a lot of people, you know, we've always heard the thought where, you know, you shouldn't eat after nine o'clock. Right. At least that's what I've heard. Did you hear mm-hmm. that before? I have. Yes. I know. Yeah, okay. I didn't know if I was the only one or no, everybody's no, hearing I've that. Heard yeah. it too. <laughs> so, you know, don't eat after nine o'clock and, you know, because your body's starting to kind of shut down and, and you don't process, you know, anything that you uh, put in after nine goes right to the belt, right? Right. <laughs> So we've heard that before, but what she said I thought was interesting is your body, you know, we've always heard in times past um, that, you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, right? Yes, we've heard I've that heard before. that. Yep. Get your body moving. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And that's she, from her perspective, now she's got several degrees and she lived in California for a long time, now lives in Florida and, you know, very holistic and living off the land, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, has a couple stores and some different things that she does. And uh, really practices with uh, private clients, et cetera. But one of the things that she mentioned is she said, you know, really, when you look at how your body works, breakfast is not the most important meal of the day. Really? Yeah. And she said one of the reasons that is is because she said, you know, it's almost like and I kind of equated it like this. You know, like if, if you've ever lived in an area where it's cold. Now, mm-hmm. if you're living in the south 
and particularly in Florida, South Florida, right. you don't know what this looks like. Right. Cold <laughs> is uh, maybe 60 degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What do you mean it's cold? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but if you live in other parts of the country uh, and you wake up in the morning in the winter season, you know, the temperatures get down to 30, 20, 10, mm-hmm. uh, negative Hello. degrees. Yes. Yeah, exactly. If your car is not in a heated garage or in a garage and it's sitting outside, you know, typically what they recommend to do when you turn that car on in the morning is to what? Warm it up. Yeah, let it warm up because yep. you got the oil in there. You got all the all the other stuff in there going on, you know, just to kind of warm up everything so you're not blowing something up or, you know, mm-hmm. elongate. You want to elongate the, the use of that engine, right? Right. So what she said is similarly with our bodies, you know, in the morning, we're just kind of waking up. Right. And so she has this water where you put these different herbs and these different things that's just all natural that you can make on your own. And put it in there and, um, and and basically take that. She recommends that you drink, I can't remember the exact amount right now, um, but drink that first thing in the morning and that helps your body kind of get a kickstart. Hmm. And it's pretty cool. So anyways, I share that because if you didn't listen to that show, I'm going to recommend you go to the site, leanonthewall.com, click on the Wealth and Health Show and search for that show. It's Linda talking about eating healthy, natural enzymes and all these different things because it's amazing. I know that when my, you know, one of the things that I struggle with on a health side of life, Michelle, is consistency. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can but, relate to that, Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when I am consistent, you know, like I run 10 miles every day, seven days a week. Wow. If that's not consistent, I don't know. What. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've noticed that when I've done that uh, with, with what she recommends, it's made such a difference in my alertness and how I feel, how your body, you know, works through food and, and digests mm-hmm. food, everything. It's really, really amazing. So it's just a little tip for folks out there. And so you know, we want to try and implement things that we can stick with. Absolutely. And really doing something consistently, as you mentioned, I was reading uh, this article that talked about how the new year, your birthday and the first of the month are usually times when people will say they're going to do something different because there's an internal reset that happens in your Hmm. brain during those times. And so now is the time to go ahead and say, okay, I'm going to make this change. And I think that's great to be able to go back to leanonthewall.com, search the Wealth and Health Show, find that show with Linda and really find out because drinking water, that's not a big drastic change where it's, okay, I'm going to go run 10 miles a day. You know, but you can drink some water and then on the 1st of February, the 1st of March or when your birthday hits, then incorporate some of those other things so those resolutions can really stick. That's right. Create some steps for consistency. You know, small steps repeated, I think, is what's important. A lot of people in life are looking for big change. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they're looking for big, drastic change. You know, you look at our government. I I just heard something, uh, Michelle, a little bit ago, and it was talking about the the government and the and the uh, uh, post offices mm-hmm. uh, taking over and people, you know, say, people are saying that people were requesting that the post offices are now uh, to provide or they want them to provide services like banks, hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. You know, who's requesting that? Well, I think the government is saying that they're requesting that because then it's just more control. Right. But the point is, is, you know, the, the key is, is we don't want to get too fearful. There's, there's a lot of things messed up out there. There's no doubt about it mm-hmm. in the system. But, you know, fear is really nothing more than false evidence sometimes appearing real. Right. Fear, false evidence appearing real. What we want to do is we want to make sure that in the midst of all the nonsense, we take steps to uh, reposition and create a plan. And, you know, when we when we are not good, this is where we have to check ourselves, Michelle, Mm -hmm. because when we're not good at creating a plan and sticking with it, Mm -hmm. 
I, I, I love, there was uh, Jim Gaffigan. If you, did you ever hear Jim Gaffigan? I have. He's hysterical. He is hysterical. <laughs> you know, he talks about four kids. Well, I have four kids. And he's like, you know, four kids, uh, having four kids is like uh, a drowning. <laughs> and then someone hands you a baby. <laughs> you know, that's your fourth child. Right. Kidding, of course. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. But, you know, sometimes... He talked about the idea of, you know, people struggling with a plan. You know, okay, so I go to a gym and I pay a gym membership. Mm -hmm. So I go and I pay a gym to work out. And now I pay a personal trainer that I'm already paying the gym that I Mm -hmm. go to to work out to help me work out at the gym that I'm already paying to work out. (laughs) And it's like, wait a minute. So the, the key is people struggle with consistency, whether it's on the health side or on the wealth side. And I think that's important because that's why personal trainers exist. Mm -hmm. That's why financial coaches exist. Not all personal trainers are good. Not all financial coaches are good. But it's important to, and and I think if folks tune into us weekly, they're going to realize that that there's a difference here because our goal is to educate and help folks get into a place where they can make wise decisions, Michelle. And that matters long term. Absolutely. And Michael, I love the fact that you were talking about steps and then really fear because when folks head to leanonthewall.com and they're looking for the Wealth and Health Show, they're going to look up that show with Linda you were talking about. I also want you to go ahead and request the four crucial steps of how to crash-proof your portfolio because you want steps and you want actionable steps that you can use. That's available at leanonthewall.com or when you call in and set up an appointment Be sure to ask about those four crucial steps of how to crash-proof your portfolio. Let me give you the phone number. It's 943-2351. 943-2351. We were also talking a little bit about fear, and that made me think of... Folks who sometimes I, I have a I have an aunt who I love dearly, but she she's retired. She has everything set up, but she does not like to spend money. And it's really interesting <laughs> to me because she is so worried about running out of money that she goes into this mm. fear of spending. But when you look at it, I mean, she would have to go literally buy five five million dollar houses before she would run out of money. But national best-selling yeah. author Patrick Kelly talks about that problem and the solution. So we got to interview Patrick a little bit ago, and so I want to play this, and I want to get your thoughts about this, Michael. You need to have your money in a place where you know, I'm not going to lose money. That, first and foremost, I think brings a huge sense of peace and relief. I'm not going to lose money. And also to know... If you structure it properly, I'm not going to outlive my money. But the only way I believe you can do that is to work with an individual who understands how to make that possible. Many financial advisors or whatever their label or title might be do not understand that that is possible or how to do that. That yes, you can protect your money and still grow it at the same time safely. So Michael, what's Patrick talking about here? How does that all work? Well, yeah, I mean, first off, it's a great point, and it's something that we've certainly subscribed to for, uh, you know, so really since we've been in the industry, um, because it, it is a huge point. You know, it's, it's something about, he's talking about confidence in your future. He's talking about peace of mind. He's talking about all the things that people want in their financial story, right? They want that, but they don't know how to get it. The problem is, a lot of times what happens, just as he mentioned, is, you know, those who are out there in the financial field, or whatever their tag is, as he mentioned, Um, You know, they're in a place where they are typically in a ride, set it and forget it, ride it out type of philosophy. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to diversify. We're going to allocate. We're going to put our monies here. We're going to put our monies there. 
you know, we're going to get whatever investments, bonds, stocks, equities, mutual funds, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, from that perspective, you know, we're just going to reallocate here and there and maybe go to some treasuries here and there and, and do our thing. But that is not in a situation where we're adding guarantees into our portfolio. So there are in, in investments and structures out there. Now, again, these structures aren't appropriate for everybody, but for a lot of folks, they are moving into the retirement age. And there was some studies done by the Wharton School of Business in particular on these investments. Professor Babel uh, was the um, professor who really led this research back in 2010, December of 2010, from the Wharton School of Business. And he was talking about um, these structures and how they, since 1996, on a five-year rolling period, have actually outperformed the markets because they will retain uh, any gains that are made when when they happen and they get to keep them. And then there's opportunities where you can uh, put yourself in a place where you can create a guaranteed income based on what your needs are. Now, again, these aren't appropriate for everyone, but for a lot of folks in different pieces of the portfolio, adding in structures that can give guarantees and certainty, even if it's just on what you've made. In other words, I call it the gain and retain strategy. In our book, Michelle, Retire Once, Retire Well, I talk about the gain and retain strategy, the mm. idea of gaining money and then retaining it. And that's exactly what, what he, Patrick is discussing is the importance of adding, entering in and having some guarantees in your portfolio uh, so that way you can be sure, like you were saying about your family member there, you know, she, she's probably not going to run out of money, but she's concerned. Right. Well, what this does is it takes away that fear, that false evidence appearing real, because, you know, you got enough money, you're going to be okay if, big if, if you allocate in such a way that you will be okay. That's the key. You need to reallocate and make sure you're set up correctly with some of these strategies that give you guarantees in your portfolio. Absolutely. So let me go ahead and give you the phone number so you can get in touch with Michael and the entire team at Wall Financial Group. Find out what's going to work for you. If you have some of this fear, you want to be able to talk about it and really talk about the tools and strategies we've been discussing here to set yourself up. Let me give you that phone number, 943-2351. That's 943-2351. You can always head to the website, leanonthewall.com. Michael, believe it or not, we're at the end of another wealth and health show. I know you want to say so long to everybody. Yeah. So folks, thanks again for tuning in each and every week and uh, looking forward to you joining in next week because we've got some great thoughts and ideas to share. But here's to living well in retirement and in life. And we will talk with you soon. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 866-943-2351. That's 866-943-2351. And to find out more about Michael and the entire team at Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated.